Hey, this is Rob with Neptune Warrior. Welcome to One Dive at a Time. And this is the official podcast of Neptune Warrior. So by the way, if you're looking for information about Neptune Warrior, we were out on Facebook. We're all over Instagram under Neptune Warrior Org. And then also NeptuneWarrior.org. You can get a hold of me through ScubaRob.com. I've actually got a lot of information on that site that I do need to transfer back over to uh, Neptune. It's just that that has given me a place where I can continue to write and work and and give me one repository to put things and then eventually to transfer it over. Got a lot of cool things that are uh, that we're going to be talking about. One of the questions I get is, why did I name this One Dive at a Time? And that's because that our trademark and our, actually our motto is Healing Heroes One Dive at a Time. One of the ways that we do that is not just through diving. If you listen to the very first podcast, I talked about the three pillars of Neptune Warrior, and that was diving, coaching, and community. We believe very much in creating a tribe. And it's that tribe of divers that has really allowed, it's allowed a lot of things. One is, it doesn't mean I have to be on the dive site every single time. And I never want to set this up where it felt like, you know, that, you know, you couldn't go do a dive unless Rob was there. In fact, about three years ago, I had a couple of divers, actually I had several divers say, hey, we want to go diving on our own. Is that, is that okay? Or do you have to be there? Well, you know, guys, I want you to go dive. That's part of being of being a tribe is that you find other people that you enjoy being with and people that you enjoy doing those type of dives with. And so I highly encourage that. And so it's been a blast to watch that community grow. People go out and they do their dives and then they come back and on prescribed Friday nights, we do what we call sit by the pit and we get to share all of our dive stories. And what I tell everybody is that you'll hear the same dive stories over and over again. Just sometimes the, uh, the the endings might change a little bit, uh, but but they never get old. In fact, some of those stories, you almost know how the story is going to go. You can almost say tell the story word for word. I want to talk this week specifically about Sit by the Pit and how it has been a great resource for us. So one of the things that we used to do as a very young organization is we go out and we do our dives and and. And the days that we do dives, we call those dive missions. Now, on Sundays, we would do a program called Breathe. I'll explain that in a later podcast. But just know this. It was, first of all, it was a time to provide therapy diving for uh, for our divers. who That's that's what they were seeking out of diving. As a matter of fact, I have a, a fairly large populace within Neptune Warrior that that's all they want to do is just come in and get some relaxation time. The second part is was introducing new divers or veterans uh, to be potential divers through like a tri scuba or what might be called a discover scuba program. And then the other part was that it gave our veterans a chance to get together, especially in the wintertime on Sunday morning to go dive the deep end of one of our municipal pools. So it's an Olympic sized pool, 13 feet deep. We would set up all kinds of games and toys. And guys, I'm not kidding you we would sell out of spots. And in fact, I would even allow additional divers to come in. It was, it would get kind of crazy down there at times, but it was just that building that community. Well, what we would do is after one of those events, whether it was on a Sunday morning or if it was one of our Wednesday night dives or one of our Friday night 
Red Tide Dives, again, I'll talk about that in a future podcast, we would all go out to eat. And one of the, the problems that we would face is if it was on a Friday night in Boise, Idaho, things tend to shut down pretty quick. Uh, I, I wanted to keep it to places like Zupa's or Tin Roof Taco or Burger King. I'm not endorsing those places. It's just that those three places open our, you know, you know, they would actually remain open late or later so our vets could have a place to congregate. Well, I knew that going forward, I wanted a place. In fact, my vision from the very beginning of Neptune was in, in the first five years to have our own property, our own pool, and our own place to gather as a tribe or gather as a community. And it just wasn't going to happen. You know, when, when we first launched Neptune, Boise was kind of on the low end of property sales. But man, by the time we got ready, uh, first of all, we didn't have the money for it. We had turned down an offer to take over some property or have some property donated to us. Uh, but what was, you know, was going to kill us was taxes and putting a building out there and putting a pool in. So, and you know, uh, just as the way things would, would roll out, a few, few years after found, uh, founding Neptune, I found myself in a, uh, in, a, in a big life change. I was going from being married to being single again. And I had this backyard. And I had always wanted a place that we could congregate, where people could talk about their stories, where we could stay as late as we needed to or wanted to. And so after a conversation with my, with my grown-up daughter, who uh, is, you know, she's, you know, college age and everything, just getting her career started, I, I had a conversation with her. I was like, you know, we've got this backyard. We don't really use it for anything anymore. We'd use it for Adventure IQ to do survival training or bushcraft classes out there and, and we had had an RC track and a motorcycle track and things like that. Now, now this is not a big piece of property. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's larger than some of the new homes that are going up. It's an, it's an older home. So I've got, I've got a pretty good sized backyard. And I thought, why don't we just hold all Neptune events out here? So I had a conversation with my board and the agreement is I provide the funding and then the, our veterans, first responders and volunteers would provide the sweat equity. And what we've done is we've built this really cool place, or we're in the process of building this really cool place. It's done through sweat equity, so everybody feels that, they, that they've had a part in putting this thing together. And we've got a fire pit, and we've got, a, we've got version three of our, of our fire pit pad. We have a swimming pool, a stand-up swimming pool out there, plenty of area to talk and congregate and everything else. And that is where we hold our sit by the pit. Now, if you're a diver, you hopefully you already know, or I'm going to ask you who your instructor was, but you probably already know that sit is surface interval time. It's a time to decompress. You know, that, those are pretty powerful words for people who are dealing with trauma or stress or PTSD. It's an opportunity to decompress. So because we do it by a fire pit, we do a sit by the pit. So... What we do is on prescribed Friday evenings, we gather our dive tribe for this special event, and it's called Sit by the Pit. And it allows us to enjoy the company of others and share our stories, bring new potential divers in, let our, if we have non-diving family members or non-diving friends, they're welcome as well. Maybe we get them enticed. And 
Yeah, we've just got some very simple rules. One is when you show up, you need to bring your own chair because I don't have enough chairs. I don't have the storage room for enough chairs. And you don't really want to be that guy that steals someone else's chair. Or you don't want to be the the, the guy or gal that you bring a chair and someone else is sitting in it. You have to, you know, hey, you know, you're in my chair kind of thing. So we ask everybody, first of all, to bring your own chair. We ask them to bring a bundle of firewood. So at convenience stores or grocery stores, gas stations, things like that, you can pick up a bundle of wood or if people want to drop off wood, that's, that's fine as well. And then just bring something shareable, a snack, a drink, or whatever. Now, we do have nights that are alcohol-free, but uh, and, and, we, and we do publish those, what nights those are. But for the most part, we let people be their own judges. So they bring their own chair, uh, they bring their own snack or drink, and then also firewood. We also tell people not to bring pups. I've got two dogs already, and we've had people bring their dogs, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't work out really, really well. Uh, especially for my dogs, because my dogs like to be in their backyard. So we don't allow pups. And then also, it's because it's my house, I have to still have a sense of that boundary uh, between, hey, this is my house, and out there is where Neptune takes place. So we have a very strict guideline on what time the gate opens. So we actually open the gate at 7 p.m. And once the gate opens... That's when people can come in. We ask people not to enter early. In fact, we'll even lock the gate. And sometimes we'll have to put a sign on the door, you know, gate opens at seven, things like that. And then we also ask people to RSVP just so we know we can confirm attendance. Some nights I'll serve hot dogs. Some nights I've done ribs. Uh, right now my Traeger is down, so I'm not doing any cooking. But, it, you know, again, it's that opportunity for us to get together and just share time. The beautiful thing about this is people have come together to make this their own place. They helped build a fire pit pad. They've helped repair the fence. Uh, they've helped put the pool up. We have uh, a couple of young ladies who had the idea to put a changing room outside with a heated shower. So it's all these different cool things that are, that are taking place at, that makes it theirs. But you know we're very good about having the gate open at seven. This next year, what I plan to do is that for my board members, there will be a, a gate with a code on it and they can punch that code in and they can come in and use the facility or open the facility up on nights that I may not be here. And again, it's just turning that, you know, the relationship of that area from being my backyard into, you know, the, the Neptune area. And that's really, really what I want. So we've done a lot of work out there. If you go out to uh, scubarob.com and uh, click on sit by the pit, You'll see that out there and, uh, and, and see, some, see some pictures of it. It gives us a chance to share stories. We present awards. We have, uh, we, you know, we have, you know, obviously, you know, handing out certification patches. We have Dive Jacket Night, which is, again, another podcast that I'll talk about at a later point. And then we also have some of our, our in-house awards such as uh you know like the bent snorkel for doing something like a bonehead on a on a dive and then the pickle award for getting yourself into a pickle uh normally that's not always a, a dive award that's usually something that happens you know with uh you know m- maybe on a restaurant or at a sit by the pit or something like that so it's it's all fun it's again it's an opportunity to build that tribe and give us a place to to do that at
So I hope you guys will keep listening to this podcast and make sure you subscribe to it, whatever way you subscribe through podcast. Make sure you check out the websites and Instagram and all the, those other social media outlets. We do uh, take donations. We're a 501c3 based here in Idaho. And we live on donations, whether that is through monetary donations or even your, your scuba gear. We built this whole thing on used scuba gear. So we can definitely, definitely use some help there. So that's all I've got for this podcast. And again, thank you for taking the, the time to listen to it. And until next time, I am out. <laughs>